10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Sunday, December 5th. Yes. Oh, my gosh. My brain had to work real fast. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. But this is the 10-Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And this week, we're featuring Fathead. Man, we love Fathead. They sent us some Fatheads of our Fatheads, and we love using our Fatheads. They get lots of attention. If you go to their website, fathead.com, they actually have a holiday gifting guide. They have holiday decor that you can click on. It has all these big heads of even like your favorite celebrities or your favorite sports stars you can get people. But they also have Christmas ideas. So they have Christmas tree foam core cutouts. They have a removable Santa Claus that you can put on the wall. They have snowmen. They have stockings. So go ahead and check that out at fathead.com. Aight, aight. Okay, so the New Year's coming. Lots of things are happening. In the holidays, you might be traveling, you might be flying. And just to let you know, there has been an extension of the mask mandate on airplanes, trains, buses, and airports and train stations through March 18th. Oh, all right, all right. So through the new year, just That's also through like spring break time. So be aware of that for travelers. Yes, absolutely. So we just found Omicron. Does everyone know this in the United States? Mm -hmm. So Omicron's here. She's here. She's She's ready to party. She made it. Yeah. And we're like, listen, girl, we've been partying with you for a while. We got to go. Last call. Mm -hmm. And she is like raging. You know, she's like, bam, 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 bam. She's turned up the remix. She's ready to go. So uh, the president's plan will also require travelers entering the country by air to test negative for COVID within a day of departure, regardless of vaccination status or nationality. Really? Now, here's another uh, little segment in this article. Carter Yang, spokesperson for airline industry trade group Airlines for America, said on Wednesday that U.S. airlines are prepared to implement the forthcoming requirement that passengers be tested one day prior to departure. So all of the airlines are ready to do this. Mm -hmm. And we have not been required to do this yet. Right. FYI, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. And this is only if you're entering the country. So if you are domestic traveling, you still don't have to test. Okay. Just making sure everyone's aware. And if you are flying out, you're like, what? Okay, I'm flying out somewhere. There's actually testing centers in most major airports at this point. Okay. But they are very difficult to get those appointments. So one of the hardest things for me traveling a lot this year has been figuring out which counties require you to make appointments for tests oh is it hard if they don't have like a website you have to like figure it out you have to figure this out kind of on your own okay so just put that into your travel planning everyone don't let it take you by surprise you know what i mean like there's nothing you can do about it so just leave time yeah it's like traffic leave time yeah leave time okay barbados is a new country really barbados has existed well, but no, only... I know it existed. I guess I didn't realize that it... Wait, what country was it a part of before? Great Britain. Oh, I did not know that. 
Yeah. And here's the thing. So I said this the other day at work. I was like, did you guys hear that Barbados is in your country? And my friend Scott goes, you should look up how many countries have gained independence from the United Kingdom. Really? And I did. And there's like 65 of them. <gasps> Wait, so we have all these new countries? Well, no, no, no. This is like throughout history. Oh. So it's actually just like a really great way to see how big the the British Empire was. Interesting. And it made me realize that we're literally in kind of the, you know, like historians in 300 years will talk about the last 50 years is probably like the the closing of the British Empire. Right, right. But we don't think of it that way. No. You know, and what's amazing is it's like 50 of these have been while the current queen was monarch. Wow. So she's seen her empire go down. I'm not going to read all of them, obviously, but I'm going to just like minutes remaining. speed read a few of them so you guys can think of the globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm visualizing it. We're all visualizing it. Here we go. Afghanistan, Antigua and Barbuda, Australia, the Bahamas, Bahrain, Barbados, Belize, Botswana, Brunei, Cameroon, Canada, Cyprus, Dominica, Egypt, Fiji, the Gambia, Ghana, Grenada, Guyana, Iraq, Israel, Jamaica, Jordan, Malaysia, Maldives, Myanmar, New Zealand, Nigeria, St. Lucia, Sierra Leone, Singapore, South Africa, Somaliland. I didn't what Somaliland? Somaliland. Man, we have not looked that one up in a while. Oh. United Arab Emirates, the United States, Zambia, Zimbabwe, Yemen, Trinidad and Tobago, and more. That's crazy. And now all of these peoples are their own country, which is super exciting. I know that we have a lot of British bays, and I'm wondering, do you have mixed feelings about this? Are you excited? Mm. Do you walk around and go, that used to be mine? Like, tell me. Used tell me how yeah, you feel. Yeah. Because I feel, as an American, this is super exciting, but we are a former colony, and independence is a big part of our mythology. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you are British, how do you feel about this? Let us know. Email you know? us. Is there another side to this story that I'm not thinking of? Just yeah. tell me. Okay. Man, that's so like, that's a deep dive today. It's crazy, right? Yeah, that's super crazy. You also actually is- did speed read. I thought I you were, it was just like hard. a figure of speech, but you actually said it really fast. That was impressive. Thank you. I was really trying. Yeah. I skipped some and I mispronounced some, but I just kept going because that, by the way, is also my acting MO. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. Don't let your face show that you forgot that lyric, right? <laughs> just go with something that rhymed and maybe yeah. no one will notice. Yeah. Most of the time they don't. Really? Yeah. Unless they really know the song and they're singing along. Most of the time people have no idea that you've messed yeah, up. Yeah. But you can tell them it's like a version from the UK production. Absolutely. See? I'm like, oh, I, you know, I use the South Africa yeah. cast recording to learn yeah. this song. So we have a little bit of time. And this, this story is also not super happy, but it is, there are cool parts to it. So, you know, I'm a tennis fan. I do know that. Yes. But I'm not just a tennis fan. I'm like a fan of the whole industry. <laughs> Of tennis? <laughs> yeah. And, and I have to say, I'm not like a deep dive tennis fan, but the stuff that I see in a passing way is really positive mm-hmm. from the tennis community. And one thing that I really love from the tennis community is their Instagram feeds. Oh. And they are constantly congratulating each other for things. It just seems like a cool, healthy 
group of competitors. Yeah, okay. You know, like it's all, like every time, Wimbledon was amazing, everyone, because every time someone lost a match, they would go on social media and be like, well, Allison Burns just left more on the, you know, just just had a really great Two day. And, and, and this was tough, but, but man, I wish Allison Burns the best. I'm going to be cheering you all the way to the final. Like, the Browns don't do that. The Bucks don't do that. That's very Dallas true. Dallas Cowboys doesn't do that, right? That's very true. So I really fell in love with like the really following the fl- the players. And right now there is a huge controversy that I will not get into all the details of here because it is worth actually reading the facts. But basically there's been a, a Chinese player. Her name is, um, <laughs> why did I not write? <laughs> oh, her name is Peng Shui. I, for all of a sudden, like half of her name was in my copy paste. And I was like, I know her last name, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Peng Shui is her last, is her name. Okay. She's 35. She's a Chinese Women's Tennis Association player. She says that she was coerced into sex by the former vice premier, Zhang oh. Gaoli. Now, here's the thing. Then she disappeared. Okay. China, this may happen a lot, right? Like, you talk, you hear about people being silenced about things. Like, surprise, our podcast probably isn't that popular there. But <laughs> this became a big deal because... The Women's Tennis Association stepped in and said, listen, if you don't find this woman, if you are suppressing her in any way, we're taking ourselves out of China. (gasps) And this is a huge ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're supposed to bring the championship back to China next year. 30 seconds remaining. And so tennis said the WTA, the Women's Tennis Association, will do everything possible to protect its players. Uh As we do so, I hope leaders around the world will continue to speak out so justice can be done for Peng and all women, no matter the financial ramifications. No wonder you love this organization. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're really looking out for their players, right? Yeah, they they love each other. Two, one.